And if a Kamaran ever did try to sweep me off my feet, I'd punch him right in his perfectly handsome jaw. She smiled at the mental movie. She'd almost welcome a chance to do it just to see the shock on his face. But she pushed the thought away. There are more important things to worry about. You know you can't trust them, right? There's always something they're after. The Kamarans are always working some angle. You're no fun, Riley. Nope. But you love me anyway. Somebody has to. No one can get through life on this planet alone. And you? Hell, you're too busy taking care of everybody else to take care of yourself. Speaking of which, how's your brother? No one could push her buttons like Kira. And worse, she knew her friend was right. But loneliness and wishful thinking wouldn't make a perfect man fall from the sky. And the Kamarans are off the table. He's surviving. His symptoms aren't as bad as my mother's were. He'll hang in there long enough for me to get him the serum. One of these days she'd be able to afford it. But the serum they needed to cure the rind was notoriously difficult to synthesize, even if they managed to get their hands on the ingredients, without the dust of an Anaran moon lily ground into the mixture. The serum would kill a person outright. Still, clinging to hope was all she had. Besides, Tanner's a fighter, and he's got me to help him. Sure it would be easier if you had someone to help you out, Lana bristled. You never give up, do you? Fate had dealt her an unfair hand, but it was her hand, and she didn't need anyone to rescue her, least of all a Kamaran. All I'm saying is, don't give up, Lana. One of these days you'll change your tune. Your prince will come. And in the meantime, I'm not going to let you ruin my fun. Good people are not. Some of us still have needs. And these guys, yum. Kira turned the holocom to a painfully handsome Kamaran man with broad muscular shoulders walking across the atrium. He wasn't dressed in the typical uniform of the marine recruits. In fact, Lana noticed he wasn't wearing a uniform at all. The man moved through the hall with poise, an easy, casual grace that looked out of place amongst the grunts. Lana couldn't peel her eyes away. She would never admit it, but, damn, Kira was right. She felt her skin flushing. It had been too long since she'd felt a pair of strong hands running along her soft, curvy body. And that man's hands would be perfect. A distraction would be a nice change of pace. After the mission was complete. So, the ship? We're all fueled up. Comm systems triple-checked and ready to go. We still need to install new sensors for the nav system, though. Especially since we're headed through the Gamma Quadrant. You're bringing them with you, right? Not that I don't trust your fancy piloting skills. Shit. The new sensors. Lana forgot to track them down at the bazaar yesterday. Yeah. I'll bring them. She chastised herself for forgetting. Their route through the Gamma Quadrant would take them straight through the Deniger Belt. For most pilots, navigating the massive maze of asteroids would be suicide. 
Even a skilled pilot like Lana wouldn't risk it without upgrading the nav sensors. I just need to pick them up first, she added quietly. Okay, Riley, take your time. I'll just be here, enjoying the show. Lana stifled a sigh and thumbed off the holocom, but not before catching a glimpse of Kira rushing off to get a better view of a shirtless cadet doing calisthenics. At least now Lana had an excuse to stay away from that impending train wreck. It was almost as if she forgot on purpose. Lana wasn't the type to believe fate had some grand plan for her. But a little coincidence like this? Maybe the universe was conspiring in her favor for once. She crossed the cramped hall of her small clay home into Tanner's room. It was a modest place, a far cry from the opulent riches and the land of opportunity that the colonists were...